I was talking to Hani this week, I think I was talking to you about the fact that I listen to other podcasts to hear funny stuff. And I think there are funny moments on my podcast, and we've had a couple, but they're not just laugh out loud funny. So I don't know if that's going to happen in the next couple of minutes, but I wanted to do a comparison. And we can get back to stuff, and I think you did a fantastic job in the first segment. My son is an incredibly smart, thoughtful, caring kid. And the more I talk to him, the more I see that. I wanted to stop and give him a hug about 10 minutes ago, but I'm going to keep it till the end. I'm going to keep it together. K-I-T. Keep it together. <laughs> but what I wanted to do in, in sort of a fun way is try to compare in terms of pop culture my 1990 to Ohani's 2017. And like I said at the beginning of this, we watched a little 10-minute YouTube video about some things that were going on in 1990. And I'm gonna see if we can make some, just for a couple minutes, see if we can make some parallels and connections to who might be now. So anybody who's my age and remembers 19, maybe 89 to 1991, maybe this will bring back some nostalgia for you. So, we mentioned that uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air started mm-hmm. from that video. Started. Seinfeld had just started. Janet Jackson was like on her second solo, second or third solo album. Denzel Washington was doing movies where he was a big star, Mo' Better Blues. He'd just done Glory, I think, a couple years before. Wesley Snipes was just popping up. Nelson Mandela had just been freed after 20, 27 years in prison. The exact same number of years as between my graduate and now. Illuminati confirmed. Vanilla Ice was just coming up. Hammer. I had to tell Ohani that MC Hammer was the biggest recording artist in the world in 1990. No, he wasn't. He was huge. Because it was an exposure to a certain part of black culture. Blah, blah, blah. That was safe and palatable. For a population, Tom Hanks had just started. Die Hard movies had just started. Johnny Depp was oh getting out of 21 Jump Street and My becoming a, an actor. Marion Barry in Washington D.C. had just been found to be smoking crack. And so I wanted to make some comparisons to this. It's like if MC Hammer was the biggest rap artist of 1990, who's the biggest rap artist right now? Kendrick, King Kunta. And can you compare and contrast? As they're both West Coast. Both They're both California. So what has happened from dance rap 1990, because Vanilla Ice was dance rap, to Kendrick st- talking about what he's talking about now? What's the major difference? Were they both... I haven't really listened to a lot of Vanilla Ice or MC Hammer. Were they both like... It was dance music, but to a rap okay. beat. Then they weren't like the the woke people of their time. Who was I the, would say no. Who was the most woke artist? Well, Public Enemy. Public Enemy, Public Enemy was then big then. you compare Public Enemy to Kendrick. It's a Public Enemy is Kendrick. Have you listened to Public Enemy? Oh, yeah. well, that's Black Sheep. And... No, Black Sheep is not. That's just avant-garde rap. But Public Enemy, in terms of talking about the issues of the day, I think Public Enemy, and then in a couple of years, NWA, in another sense, starts doing that. Public Enemy was Don't Believe the Hype, right? Don't Believe the Hype. Fight the power. 911 is a joke. Boy, Flavor Flav, uh, and Chuck D, all that. Do the right thing. Have you ever seen the movie Do the Right Thing? Yeah. So that was all fight the power. That was all bubbling around that time. So it's not that there was not a black consciousness. There was. Spike Lee was bringing it in in movies. Public Enemy was bringing it, it was on just the airwaves. Starting to surface in the in the mainstream. 
Right. It was sort of going from a let's beat all the white people up to a let's just be friends. Not really. No, it wasn't anything about that. It was just y'all ain't never really looked at our lives. You did in the 1960s when the television showed the dogs and the hoses and the whippings and you killed all our leaders. And Grandmaster Flash comes in 1983-84 with the message to give people another glimpse into urban culture. And in the late 80s, we start... Hip-hop starts telling them this is what is, but nobody's paying attention to that channel. By 1990, we sort of made them pay attention. Right. Do the right thing. Fight the power. So now they're starting to pay attention to black culture. And it's funny because by that time, 1990-91, when, when Hammer is starting to break, conscious hip-hop, which was underground, underground, kind of seeping up. So now I look back on it, it's funny that Hammer would be the person that was pushed to sort of quiet what? Was sort of the the public figure of black culture. Then he was the one that all the people would go, "Oh, then that's what black people are like." Then, oh yeah, the black people. And they're like dancing. It. They're happy. They're not right, talking they're not. conscious shit. Mm-hmm. So let's push that, and let's forget about PE. Let's forget about Queen Latifah wearing the kufi or the medallions and all that stuff. So that's that's kind of funny looking enemy, back. If public Enemy was the field hands because they were actually working. Okay. Then. Uh, MC Hammer came in, he was the housemate. Oh yeah, we pray. We got to pray just to make it today. I said we pray. Oh yeah, we pray. We got to pray just to make it today. Now I just think that you can do whatever you want. I bust these rhymes, making this money that I want. Forget my people, all my town, all my way. I mean, looking back now, it's just, it's funny because MC Hammer was doing commercial stuff. Basically, what MC Hammer was doing, and people need to really give him credit for this, he was taking what was an underground sound, black music, and we kept it sort of insular under the surface, and he was commercializing it. Now, what is every single artist doing the minute they make a record right now? Commercializing it and trying to put it across different platforms. So the fact that MC Hammer had a doll, he had a cartoon, I think he had a cereal. But who is selling out now? Every single person. It's not selling out. It's called marketing. It's It's called marketing. He wasn't a seller. He was smart. So again, it's it's in terms of perception, the way you looked at Ligon as a sixth grader. Versus the way you look at middle school or Lagan now as an eighth grader. There's nothing wrong with what MC Hammer did. He was just the first to do it. And the first to do it right. is always going to get vilified. This is why Donald Trump is in the White House, because there was the first black man. No, and no, that I first black man is going to get... Man, first orange man and the first real idiot uh, nincompoop. But that's something else we can talk about. So, public enemy, I guess, would be Kendrick. So who would be the MC Hammer of today? But which is funny because, and this is the this is why we got to give MC Hammer credit. Every artist now understands they have to market themselves across different platforms. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there is it's an not, MC Hammer today. It's they not just... an artist. It's certain songs. I've noticed. Ooh, it's like when you see somebody and you're like, "Oh, do you like Kendrick Lamar?" And they're like, "Yeah, I listened to Damn last night and it was really nice." But then they only listen to Humble. They only listen to the stuff that's on the radio. They only listen to Childish Gambino. But they only listen to, to Redbone off of off of his last album. Uh, hey man, I only listen to Redbone. What? 
You need to, you need to listen to I listen to the whole thing. album. I'm just making a point. I, I listen to Redbone over and over again. Redbone. Redbone is going to Redbone be played. It played too much. And it was under only... this conversation right now. 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 And it's going to be the new uh, theme song, intro and outro for my podcast. Really? I guess you don't really listen to my podcast. Thank you very much, Ohani. Okay. It is now the new intro and outro for my podcast. But you don't listen to my podcast. Thank you very much, Ohio. I will listen Thank you very much. more. I think the last time I looked it up and I couldn't find it. Th- that's a terrible excuse. That's a terrible excuse. I just Googled it for the two. That's a terrible excuse. But continue with what you were saying. And they only listen to like Redbone or like 3005. They listen, they'll listen to the stuff that's like safe. Because I think it's because they don't want to go deep into like To Pimp a Butterfly and like... The, the deep stuff that's on that's on damn or like awaken my love the stuff that's actually going to shine a light on because Kendrick is like the biggest example of like a woke artist he really knows what he's doing and he's the only person that's really like got the gusto to say we live shitty lives he's the only person that's going to say it um and again, we, we'll, we'll have this back and forth about this because I'm not a real Kendrick fan. I just can't get over. We were listening to a Kendrick song last night and I said it sounded like who? It sounded like Kevin Hart, the way Kevin Hart talks <laughs> about women. Oh, God, was, I don't was, love you. I don't love you. That's. I mean, I get it. I get Kendrick, but just his his nasally kind of delivery, it just jars on me. I, it's like somebody putting fingernails on a chalkboard, which doesn't happen because everybody has dry erase boards, so you have no idea what that sounds like. It but sounds terrible. That, but that's my point. I, I haven't woken up to Kendrick Lamar yet. Okay. Although I have, for the first time in my last podcast, I put swimming pools into the podcast episode. But for me, I like somebody who just says shit in a very artistic way, which he does, but also like beat man. So for me, my woke artist is North Carolina's own J. Cole. Because you gotta have beat. J. Cole. You gotta have beat. He's and you have to be able to tell a story He's a good in some way that, that's palatable and understandable. Sometimes when I hear Kendrick's songs, I have to watch Rap Critic uh-huh. to, to get an understanding of what the hell is he talking about. Not that I'm a stupid person, I'm an intelligent person, but it's just... I need help. With J. Cole, it's just, this is what it is. I get it. It's said in a, in a lyrical, authorial, like somebody's writing a story to me. And I get that, and I love that more than I like just almost the way that I saw uh, white rock music around your age, and that they championed people who were talking these obscure stories that when you tell them, they really make sense. But there are keywords that mean certain things. They always seem to champion people that talk in this poetic Bob Dylan type way that's very personal. And so once you do the work to figure out, oh, that's what he meant, because I read his biography and his biography said that his mother's name was Angela. So that's why he said Angela in that song. So he's really talking about mothers. So you have to do the work to understand them. And they like that kind of stuff. Kendrick is that to me, which is fine. But I like I like J. Cole. I like J. Cole a lot better as my example of the most woke 
artist because he also understands you have to deliver the product in a way that people can understand. Right. Not that Kendrick doesn't, but I like Cole for that. Um, I can't really think of somebody that, like an entire artist that embodies MC Hammer at his time, in his prime. Um, I like a one person that is sort of the, he'll be like... Liliati? Doing Target commercials? Huh? 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 Cousin Yachty? Cousin Yachty? Cousin Yachty? It is like the... If you if you look up somebody that has the first name Lil, it's like Lil Wayne. He's he's sold out. He's doing stuff with T-Pain now. Uh, Lil Wayne, Lil Yachty, uh, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Pump. There's like 21 Savage and Kodak. Denzel Curry, kinda. And I can, if I can put them in a bubble, I can call them the MC Hammer. Because that's only what you'll hear white people listening to. It'll be Lil, Lil Yachty with his uh, new album, Teenage Emotions. Good work, cuz. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert with his Rolling Loud playlist. And his sold-out shows at Rolling Loud. And Kodak with Painting Pictures. And Denzel Curry with Imperial. Really nice albums, too. Nice album. But these are the only things that you'll hear people listening to. And I thought I would normally say, I feel like we were at a soccer game once, and they were like, you should, they should, you brought your speaker, or somebody mm-hmm. brought somebody's speaker. And I was like, what do you want me to play? And you were like, play something nice. And then I asked the kids what they wanted me to play. And they were like, play some, I don't even know, they were like, play future. Play some future, play like some, some trash rap, basically. Like play some mumble rap and some trash rap. And I think I did. I played a clean played a clean future song. And then you came up to me like, what are you doing? <laughs> Dude, it, we don't want this to be the, the the identity of black culture and music. Like, see. So, like, so what he's talking it. about is I coach eleven year olds. And as part of it, to give them like a stadium soccer experience, I bring speakers out while they're warming up and I play music to get them pumped up. And so Ohani would come out there, and obviously Ohani loves music, and he knows a lot about music. So I would let him sort of be the DJ. And in this particular case, he was playing Future. And I, I remember this. I was somewhere else, and I heard Future. It was almost like a DJ scratch. What the hell are you playing to these kids? No. As a sentient, conscious black man, I'm not going to have these kids listening to Future. It will not happen. I actually asked Nate, and he said, Nate with the... With yes. the I, I asked him one of the what, players of my team what uh, music he likes to listen to, and he said Tyler the Creator, and I just said no. Why? Like, even if, like, it's it's kind of like just why would you want to? And because they might think that that's like good rap, but really, the people in like the Odd Future squad, the the legion of rappers that include Tyler the Creator, they even call themselves jokingly. Their sort of nickname is Wolfgang and Golfwang. They'll call themselves Trashwang because they know that they're dumb, dumb, stupid rap, and it's not actually what people are going to. So it's do. commercial. So those people it's really would be it's, those people would be the MC Hammers because what they're doing is they're they're figuring out what works and simply just bombarding people with that rather than giving them what they want and what they can sometimes. sell some, term, instead of what they need. Like some of their music. Like, and even your cousin, your your cousin Liliati said that he makes music, almost as because he knows that it's going to be successful going, if he makes it. A certain rather, he's got to give the people what they want, 
And I, I forgive him because what? He's an 18, 19 year old kid. He doesn't know any better. But at some point, he's going to grow up. And this is why there's a disparity between older rap heads and younger rap heads. Because as an older person, just like you in sixth grade were a certain way, felt a certain way about Ligon. But know, knowing you now, two years later, you know, maybe that was a skewed perception because your perspective was off. Because you had an experienced life. So I know three years from now, little Yachty is going to feel different if he's an intelligent human being. And just as a growing person, he's going to feel different. And he's going to look back and go, what the fuck was I thinking? What the hell was I thinking? And we hope that he does. Or he's going to be ignorant enough to go back and, and never come to the acceptance of, maybe I was wrong when I was 19 to say that. And if he can say, maybe I was wrong to think that, and I've grown and understood more, I'll respect him more for that. If he just almost doesn't disavow the idiocy that, I think is on the radio or coming out of them now mumbling nonsense right. is probably like I lose a lot of respect for him. to like that he was the new dude that was the only he he was the only like popular mumble rapper and then people noticed that future had done it like three years before him but since he was the only person in the spotlight people were like this must be what mumble rap is it's the same thing with like with j cole or kendrick there are probably way cooler way more creative people out there that just aren't popular. So again, I think that to me is going to be a recurring theme in the next four years in high school. And I think as you progress as a, as an intelligent human being with a certain perspective in life that 90, 95% of the world is not, does not take the time to think about things seriously. And they're ready to go along and just, like you said, <sighs> sheep. sheep look at the popular stuff and that's it and go about their business. Kind of like the kid in um, Martin, he didn't mean to be ignorant, but he just had never seen another version, another option, something that spoke to the variety in experience. Because quite frankly, if you open up one door and another door is behind it, it's like, oh God, I gotta go through that door too. And then there's another door behind that. Oh God, I gotta go, I don't wanna do the work to do it. Right. So not just in terms of Blackness, which I think you're beginning to understand that there is a there's a broad scope of blackness. There are varying shades of who we are, and we're a colorful, colorful people. But when you're younger, and specifically going back to specifically sixth grade at Ligon, you only notice that and that which is pumped to you. But also, so this is the thing: not that there were not people like you in Ligon, you just didn't look for them. Right. That's the point. I wasn't trying to act. You didn't know they existed. Search them out. So there are there are ska singing Oreo brothers and sisters like you. We exist. We always exist. We've always existed and we're everywhere. Black intelligence and black searching and black yearning in this country is just the recognition that we're just going to have to do a little bit extra to find each other and connect with each other from 13 to 20 
to me at 41. We exist, we're everywhere, in all our hues, in all our intelligences, in all our varying degrees of spirituality and goodness and badness. You just gotta take the time to look. I'm glad that that's one of the major things you're getting out of this experience in middle school because it's also the thing that I started to understand around that age. But then the next challenge is gonna be the practice of actually going out there, and that's high school. The practice of meeting these people and talking to these people and engaging with these people and then understanding that, okay, I'm gonna go over to Shaniqua and, and I'm gonna talk to her and you're gonna expect to hear something back. You're gonna hear something completely different coming out of her mouth. You're gonna realize that she's probably as scared and she puts on this act, but when she gets back home in her house, she's listening to chants. She's listening to Odd Future. She's listening to Kendrick, but she just doesn't have the strength to kind of express that because it's easier just to go along when she gets back in a public space. Does that make sense? Let me, let me do this. Top five right now, musically. Well, in an order? Nope, just just okay. five. Kendrick, J. Cole, Frank Ocean, Chance. All young black men, I guess? Is Logic black? No, Logic is white. Okay. So all young men. So what's interesting is if you revisit this in 10 years, 15 years, are, are women part of that group, Eddie? Not to say that you're a, a misogynistic <laughs> woman hater, but it's just interesting that that is the case. Young M.A. is coming back. Okay. Top five movies in your last, let's say the last two years. Okay, last two years. Because um, again, part of this is me wanting you to document where you are now so you can judge that against where you are five years from now, ten years from now, and what's changed. Movies that I have watched in the last two years that I think are really nice. Flyboys. Flyboys? Flyboys. What is that? Flyboys is the one where uh, they have to go Remember, you're, you're talking to people who have no idea, so oh. Flyboys? Flyboys is where they, it's like World War II, and they have to go and bomb a bunch of cities in... You ever seen the Tuskegee Airmen? Was there movies on it? Yeah. Oh. We, I think we saw it. Maybe? Red Wings or something Red like that. Wings. I made sure hmm. to take you to Red Wings. Nice. What about, uh, 12, um, what's the Nat Turner movie? 12, not 12 Years of Slave. Um, I know what you're talking about. And I can't remember it either. Land of the Free or something? No. I, I, I oh gosh! What would you think of that? Is that part of it? Amazing. Is that part of the? So to me, the comparison with uh, the Nat Turner movie would be in 1988. Glory came out for me. Glory. So 29 years ago, Glory came out. And we, have we watched Glory? Mm. We've not watched Glory. It was about the 54th Regimental Brigade in Massachusetts, okay. an all-black fighting unit in the Civil War. Okay. So that's funny that Nat Turner. Gosh, and I cannot remember the name of it. It's, and I always forget the, no, no, don't Google it. Don't do that. Try to remember. Forget about Google. He's going for his phone now. Let's both try to remember the name. I can see the poster. Yeah. He's got a noose around his neck. Nat Turner. Born a slave? No. Um, You're thinking it's well. Oh my gosh. This is terrible. I always forget the title of this movie. I don't know why. Nat Turner movie. 
the legend of that the legend of Avatar the Nat Turner story. <laughs> the, the last Turner. The last Turner. <laughs> Tina and me. Um, call me Ike. Um, uh, gosh, damn it. What is the movie? I'm going to give myself 30 more seconds. I'm sorry, people in podcast land, but I'm not going to Google this. I'm going to try to figure this out. Nat Turner, Nate Parker, Gabriel Union, Army Hammer. The native, something native, native. Yeah, this is terrible. And it's, it's, it's one of my favorite movies of all time now. Not anything about rebellion. Not the Nat Turner story. It's, it's, that was a subtitle. Something country? Something about country? Gosh, damn it. I'm going to have to Google it now. I'm going to have to Google it now. I hate, no. Okay, go ahead. Google it. Figure out what it is. What was the Nat Turner movie? Damn it. Birth of a Nation! The Birth of a Nation! I got it before it came up on his Google. The Birth of a Nation. Concrete bricks, bulletproof us. So proud of these walls that are built to defend and protect this bold heart. This bold heart. But the way you marched into my home, not few big army with the weapon on your arm. Yes, you struck straight with your cold heart. Your cold heart. I'm like Nat. I'm like Nat. I'm a man of God, but where is Christ at? And even though my name is Nas, I am like Nat. Is this me declaring war, white flags? I now know why I was even born to strike back. A full moon up in the sky, that's a sign that it's time to get my liberation. A perfect configuration It's the birth of a nation, midwife black, mother, father, Caucasian, my blood, Indian native. So now I'm contemplating being like Nat. About to show you what I'm made of. I'm what races are afraid of. No mule in the 40 acres, and despite that, Watch out for the traitors, and when they say make America great again, do they may make us all slaves Is again? Don't be sidetracked. So Birth of a Nation would be the comparison to the glory 20, 27 years ago or so. When did Roots come out? Roots came out in the 70s. Oh. And they remade Roots last really? year on BET. You should Correct. watch it. They remade it for four nights. So Birth of a Nation compared to Glory. Kendrick were co- and J. Cole were comparing to Public Enemy. Yes. And it's interesting. I would say not as in your face, but I, the only reason yeah, I would say not... not really sort of... But this is the only reason why, though. I think they are, but it's just we've learned to temper the message and like if the first time you hear somebody yelling black power think about that white kid that's in middle school he's scared but if you heard black power 15 times like in 27 years or every year in the 27 years since public enemy was popular in 1990 when somebody says black power now it's not as it's sort of like a Oh, watered down a sense, right? So it's not that they're not saying the same thing. It's like a nuisance now. Correct, but well, not a nuisance. But it's not, not that they're not saying. But the power is lessened because it's not the first time you're hearing it's it. It's like. Um, so I think Kendrick and J Cole are just. Kendrick is, but J Cole is sort of. Oh, you gotta listen to J, man. You gotta listen to J. I I've only listened to. You gotta listen to Jay. Jay has some stuff, and has some stuff not just about you know issues, but has some stuff about the person. The person. We're all individual people. 
and I'm in denial. And it don't take no x-ray to see right through my smile. I know I'll be on the go. And it ain't no drink out there that can numb my soul. Oh, no. All we want to do is take the chains off. All we want to do is break the chains off, man. All we want to do is be free. All we want to do is be free. All we want to do is take the chains off. All we want to do is break the chains off, man. All we want to do is be free. All we want to do is be free. Can you tell me why? Every time I step outside, I see my niggas die. Movies. Let's go back to movies. Movies in the last... So, Birth of a Nation, Nation. Flyboys, Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm assuming. Flyboys, Birth of a Nation, 12 Years a Slave, Wilmington on Fire. That was a good one. Come on. Now you're mentioning movies just, I think, just to say something about that. You like Guardians of the Galaxy. You like anime. You like these funky cartoons. Uh, What is the cartoon? Something universe? Steven Universe? Steven Universe. What else? You've introduced me to uh, that wonderful cartoon that I love now. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, which anybody who's not seen Rick and Morty, go see the cartoon Rick and Morty. It's like um, Doctor Who meets Back to the Future meets existential. existential thought. It is brilliant. Go watch Rick and Morty. My son introduced it to me. I don't like these funky cartoons where straws are talking to <laughs> fries, which are talking to... Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Uh, it's... I can't... That's I want show. human beings. I know. I know. I know. I want human beings. So Rick and Morty is human beings, but it's just... It's brilliant how they do it, what they do, and it is incredibly deep. There really isn't anything like it. Nothing like it. So go watch that. I'm gonna, thank you very much for introducing that to me. Who are the breakout stars and influencers of 2017 for you? Who are the people? No idea. Who you look up to in pop culture? Well, you mentioned Odd Collective. You mentioned those, uh, those odd, singers. Odd Future. Odd Future. So like Frank Ocean or Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, great. great because person. he's able to do many different he's things. He's an actor, singer, songwriter, rapper. He's so great. So it's what happens when does. black people are allowed to show their shades, <laughs> right? All their varying right. colors and degrees, right? The more you know, the more So who else? So I do respect Donald Glover. I've been listening to Awaken My Love on repeat for the past three weeks. It's in my brain. It's 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 allowing me to talk and do certain incredible creative things over the past two weeks or so. So Donald Glover, who else? Which I respect. Rap critic. Rap critic. Rap critic. 
I feel like if I met him, he'd be a nice person to just sort of chat okay. with. Okay, what about um guy that directed Rocky? I forgot his name. And he directed Fruitville Station. Oh, yeah. And he's going to be directing Black Panther. He's the new Spike Lee. He's the new guy. I can't remember. But he's not, again, in your face. And I guess the new Denzel would have to be Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Because then they're doing that whole Denzel and Spike Lee thing. Yeah. Ryan Coogler is his name. Ryan Coogler is the director. Michael B. Jordan is probably the new Denzel. He's probably going to be winning an Oscar in about 10 years. Michael B. Jordan is the new guy that's probably going to be making bank in like a couple of years. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to remember, in 1990, the biggest, the big local, uh, domestic policy, obviously, is George Bush. He's in office at that point. Clinton is on his way in. So obviously, Trump and Hillary now. Yeah. We could go into that, but that's a different episode. That's, that's, give me, give me uh, 30 seconds on Trump. Go. Idiot, 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 idiot. Kofifi? Kofifi. 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 Um, oh. China. 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 <laughs> tweet, tweet, tweet. Oh boy, he isn't. He's the first one to have a Twitter. He, he's he is a tweet. He's, he's a twit who he, tweets. He's a twit who tweets. He's a twit who tweets. He, he's a he's a. Ooh. Do you think he'll be around by the time you finish high school? Yes. There's enough idiots to reelect him that he could. You could probably run for another. Okay, so that's all the time we're going to give him. L'amour est comme l'oiseau de Twitter. On est bleu de lui seulement pour 48 heures. D'abord on s'affilie, ensuite on se follow. On en devient fêlé et on finit solo. In terms of international people, Nelson Mandela was freed after 27 years in Robben Island in the spring of 19... I think the winter, actually. It would have been summer in South Africa, but the winter of 1990. Is there an international figure that you know and appreciate? Because they say Americans don't really pay attention to international news. And this look on your face says, no, we don't. Is there somebody internationally that you look up to and respect or Um, know about in any way, shape, or form? I can't think of anybody that. So perhaps in the next four years, that will be a mission to try to figure out how... Kim Jong-un. I'm not going to go there. I don't want my emails to be hacked by anybody. <laughs> I don't want my my uh, we don't want the my information out there on, on the web like Sony. So perhaps, and not perhaps, it's something you can intentionally do, but it's, I think it's something that's going to happen, is probably your scope is going to become more international. It's going to become bigger because, again, you're opening that door in middle school. There's another door and another door and a closet and a broom thing and a window and whatever. And now that you know you can open and go into those, you're not going to be afraid when a new door is there to be open. Does that make sense? Yeah. So things are going to become easier. And that's what they mean when they, when they say things become easier. It's just the fact that you've built up the experience. I put it this way. Like, I never understood for years, probably until my sophomore year in high school, this idea of ocean pressure. People say when you go to a certain depth, the pressure. And they never understood the concept until at some point in high school. It just dawned on me. All that means is the lower you get, there's more stuff weighing on top of you. There's more water the lower you get. So if you're down there, you're being weighed down on by more stuff. So you have to deal with more stuff. You have to be, I guess, stronger in a sense as a fish as the lower you get to deal with the amount of pressure that's on you. As you get older, 
that's all that means. There's just more stuff accumulated on top of your life. And so you learn to deal with it and swim through that, if you would, the pressure that's above you. And so that's what's gonna be happening in the next couple of years. What are you looking forward to in high school? Uh, knowing new people, since I'm going to be in a different city. Um, I'm looking to. I'm looking forward to knowing new people, but I'm also not really looking forward to knowing new people. It's kind of it's a hard. scary thing. Yeah, it's kind of. Scary. You struggle making new friends. Kind of. But now that you have this experience yeah, of having done it yeah, in sixth grade be, and seventh and eighth grade, it might be hard for a little bit because it's going to be a completely new thing, but. If I already know my surroundings, like, I can't, I don't really have any problem making friends at, like, Martin, because I know almost everybody, but if I go to a completely new place, I'm going to have some trouble making friends, because nobody's going to know me, and I'm going to know nobody. But you're going to have the experience, kind of like the pressure scenario, you're going to have the experience of knowing that you did do it, and you did do it successfully. Right. And so, instead of your eyes being on Shaniko and Rabiba, whatever... You're going to look for Chelsea, the black Chelsea, the black uh, Aaron, the black whoever, because now you know that they exist. And you're going to look for those people initially. That's just how the way it's going to work. So then instead of taking eight months to go, well, I don't want to be with those people, that's my crew. You're going to initially gravitate to your crew as soon as you can. And of course, you're going to make mistakes because those people are going to turn out to be assholes, some of them, and blah, blah, blah. But you, you'll have the experience of knowing what to look for. And that is growing up, knowing that the world is out there independent of you. Everything is available on it. The older you get, you realize the more to look for. That's all this is. And that's all high school is going to be. It's all there in front of you. It's just that you don't look for it because you've never thought about looking for it. So now after middle school, you thought about, okay, there's another layer of blackness that I can look for. There's another layer of femaleness that I can look for. There's another layer of teacher that I can look for. The hard teacher is not an asshole. At the end of the day, in nine months, I'm going to be made better for it. So when this hard teacher comes, you're like, I know your stake. I'm going to be made better. Yeah, yeah. And I'm ready for it. You know, the light is there and all the colors of the spectrum are right in front of you all the time, 24-7. It's like you're looking at a different layer every year that you get older. You're seeing more. And intelligence is the ability to see it, but the ability to use your knowledge to then make decisions on what you see. And that's what you're going to be looking forward to. And that's what I want to see happen to and for you in the next couple of years. And I want to keep talking about it. Are you happy? Yes. 
What does blackness mean to you right now? Everything. Blackness could mean your parents are black, but blackness could also mean you indulge in black culture. Blackness now is a spectacle. People, people are sort of just looking into blackness instead of saying this is a culture as just saying this is just a way that people live. It's like being a rapper. People are going to say it's just a lifestyle, but it's more than that. Being a rapper now could either mean you're just gangster rapping and just being hard on the, on the beat, but it also could mean you have found a way to express yourself that is more than just going hard in the paint and going hard on the beat. It's finding a way to break through a, a wall that is being set up by society to say, this is me, and this is what I am going to say, and I'm just putting a beat behind it because I know that that's how it's going to This is my part, nobody else beat. This is my part, nobody else beat. This little light of mine. No, blah, 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 no part, part. I'm going to make sure that they go where they can't go. If they don't want to ride, I'm going to still give them raincoats. Know what God said when he made the first rainbow. Just no, blah, 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 no part, part. Blackness is being treated like it's just something that happens and that you can choose to be black now. What was the lady that said she was black? Rachel Dolezal. Mm-hmm. It's being sort of romanticized and it's more like a thing, even if you're white, you should strive to be like a black person instead of striving to be like yourself. And it's kind of aggravating for me to watch people try to join in the culture without sort of knowing the background. Like, they're like, oh yeah, I love 12 Years a Slave. That was a great movie. I didn't really think about it. I didn't really think about the context now or the context that it has then. Or like, I actually asked somebody this. I was like, do you know who um, O.J. Simpson was? And they're like, wasn't he a football dude? And then I was like, yeah, but what else? What did he do? He, they didn't They didn't know about O.J., they just knew his name. Or they'll know who Kendrick Lamar is, but not know his backstory. They'll know who Donald Glover is. They'll know who Childish Gambino is, but they won't know who Donald Glover is. They won't look up Donald Glover's comedy, they'll look up his music. So you're saying we have to do more? I'm saying people have to do more in general mm -hmm. to service their intelligence and understanding to make you look ignorant if you only know one part of the story but if you actively search for more ways to not look ignorant then people aren't going to think that you are it's sort of when people blame their ignorance on something else that it becomes a problem but if they take ownership of it and say hey I don't really know much about your black culture. Let's rent a black person. Let's talk for an hour. Man, that's a business. We should really start that a, business. That's a real thing. We should let's, start let's, that. Let's start that business. We should start that business. That's a good make you some extra money. And, uh, you would be the black You would be the black person. There. I, <laughs> you, I would make... You'd, you'd, your commercial would be, I'm not also a renter. I'm also a client. <laughs> I'm getting off topic, though.
No, I think you said more than enough. And it was very poignant. It was very honest, and it was very true. And it tells me that you're in a you're in a place to start beginning your journey deeper into blackness. And I think the understanding, kind of like Donald Glover versus Childish Gambino, it's Plato's allegory of the cave. Look it up. Oh, right? uh, you see your shadow in the wall. Something like that. There, what we see are the shadows, projections. Right. So we see Childish Gambino, the projection of Donald Glover, mm-hmm. but it's about us specifically as black men to get at the truth. Who is Donald Glover? What is the true nature? So that whatever Childish Gambino does, we understand where it's coming from. And I think what I'm hearing, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, so correct me if I'm wrong, is that you're beginning to understand that there are deeper levels. Yeah. There's more information. There's always more information to be had and that it is your duty to be disciplined enough to go and find that information and learn to service your intelligence, to kill your ignorance, to, so you don't end up as a leader of a free world who is an idiot. No names to be. Kofifi! Kofifi! What do you want to say to wrap this up? Because we've been talking for 90 minutes. That's a long time for a millennial. I'm glad that I stuck around long enough to, to have this happen. So let's project four years from now, the end of high school. What do you hope your high school self? That I have friends at high school. How many? A good billion. Okay. Let's be honest here, dude. A good 15, I think. Okay. I think that's enough. Um, Actually, let's not even project at the end of high school. The end of your freshman year in your new school. Oh, I think I'm going to have at least 10 friends. And I think I'm going to... Be doing well, grades-wise. Give me a number. Be specific. Whenever you do these things, be specific. Maybe on a roll. Okay. And I'll have a chorus class, and I'll be doing maybe even like acting. I don't know. I want to continue and follow my passion for music, so I want to keep doing music classes or even some theater, some tech theater, making, building sets for plays and working the lights and that kind of thing. But other than that, I think that's what my first year of school Can you do me a favor? Sure. Can you sing us out, please? Please. <laughs> please. What song should that's, I That's sing? up to you. Can you please sing us out? Break me no, 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 no. I'm serious. I'm serious. Please. I've asked you to sing for me, for, and you never do, so please. Can you sing me a song? It doesn't have to be a whole song. We'll talk about a verse of something. Maybe you can sing Redbone because that's going to be the outro. Okay. Daylight, I'll wake up feeling like you won't play right. I used to know, but now that shit don't feel right. It made me put away my pride. Yeah. <laughs> so long. Oh, oh. You made a nigga wait for some so long You make it hard for a boy like that to go on I feel like puppy coming in at the end here I'm wishing I could make this mine If you don't want producers on your songs, come to the West Coast, go ahead If you want it, yeah, you can have it Oh, 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 if you need it, ooh we can make it oh. 
bum, bum, creeping. They gon' find you, uh, gonna bet you sleeping. Oh, stay woke, uh, 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 niggas creeping. Now don't you close your eyes. Thank you, honey. I love you. Give me a hug. I love you too. Ubuntu Radio is out.